0: Hopefully the big kabooms in the sky were all that you wanted them to be. Happy 4th of July, birth of our country, the birthday of all birthdays, I guess, depending on how you want to look at it. I mean, maybe Christmas and the birth of Jesus, uh, that's a better one, a bigger one, a more important one, or they're the same. I guess uh, both are important to everybody or to some people or not at all. I guess that's how life works, right? Everybody believes in different things. I definitely believe in having a great 4th of July, and I did. Edge of URC podcast did it up. Chilled with a lot of friends and family. Discussed sports. I even discussed new things I'm going to do with the podcast in the future. I mean, it was a good, productive, enjoyable. Played some bags. Played some horseshoes. I am still god-awful at horseshoes. But I did get a ringer and scored four points. One throw. I wish I did that in one throw. I guess one turn. So not so awful as I usually am. Usually I'm busting up bricks on the sides and, you know, making people duck so they don't get hit. Wasn't that bad this time around. But I had a lot of fun. Hopefully you did too. And everybody was safe and had a great, great, great time. Have a lot for you on Edge of Your Seat Podcast, episode 182. We're gonna start with some NBA talk. We have the final set up. Gotta have a little, you know, breakdown of that, what we think's gonna happen. Then, I've been watching some movies lately. Got 10 that I've seen in the last month or so. We're going to not really break them down, but we're gonna rank them. I'm a rank kind of guy, like to see what's best, what's least, those kind of things. We're gonna do them with movies. Got 10 movies watched over the last month, month and a half. And if you think my rankings are crazy, and you have a different one, you think my 1's awful and my 10 is the number 1, however you view this list, I want to know your thoughts and opinions as well. Send us an email, edgeofyourseatpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know your opinion. We'd like to hear it. You can also reach out on Twitter, Edge of Your CP, and Facebook, Edge of Your Seat Podcast. Don't know where you're listening to this one, but you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and our website, www.rss.com, backslash podcast, with an S, backslash edge of your seat podcast. And we have our guests, plural guests, LaSalle Peru, now graduated, Alexia Michael, and softball coach with the Lady Cavs, Randy Hubie. It was a great chat. I went to LaSalle Peru High School a couple weeks ago, sat down and chatted with them. We had a great time, lots of laughs, lot of softball talk, played some hot potato, had even more of a great conversation. It was a pleasure to have them on Edge of Your Sea Podcast. It is Monday, July 5th, yesterday being the fourth again. Hopefully you had a happy 4th of July, big holiday. Always a great time. NBA Finals start tomorrow on Tuesday, July 6th. And it's the Phoenix Suns and the Milwaukee Bucks. We predicted it here going into the Eastern and Western Conference Finals. Thought Milwaukee was just too strong of a team for Atlanta. Thought Phoenix Suns were just hot at the right moment where the Los Angeles Clippers were missing their best player and a top five to 10 player in the league in Kawhi Leonard. And it played out that way. Did think the Bucs were gonna win in five. Atlanta made them go to six. So it wasn't totally right on the predictions, but at least got the Bucks and the Suns in the finals. This should be very, very, very interesting. We'll see if Giannis Antetokounmpo plays. He's gonna at least play some games. He got that hyperextended knee. I know that hurts. Know he wants to play. This is his shot for an NBA title. Brooklyn comes back healthy. Milwaukee might not get back in this spot unless they create a super team. Because if Kyrie Irving was there and James Harden played to his abilities, I highly doubt Milwaukee Bucks defeat the Brooklyn Nets. They get to a game seven. Kevin Durant, in an amazing shot, hits a two to tie the game at the end and send it to overtime. But if he hits that three... His toe is on the line. If his toe is a half an inch further behind the line, he hits a shot, they win the game. Milwaukee Bucks don't get to the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, it was that close for them. So get James Harden healthy, bring back Kyrie Irving. It is going to be a very, very rough sliding for the Milwaukee Bucks. So this is their time to shine. This is their time. They really don't have another one. If the Nets get healthy, and other teams around figure out what's going on. Philadelphia 76ers, probably going to get rid of Ben Simmons, who did nothing in the playoffs. Saw a meme that said Ben Simmons missed 44 free throws in the playoffs. So in the first two series, misses 44 free throws in the playoffs. Steve Nash missed 41, I believe, in his whole career. Every playoff game he was ever in, he missed 41. Crazy. Not trying to compare a non-shooter to one of the best shooters in NBA history. But come on, man. 44 missed free throws. 76ers going to get rid of Ben Simmons, try to build around Joel Embiid and see what happens from there. And I think it's time they do it. Obviously, this experiment that they have right now is not working out. Boston Celtics got rid of Kemba Walker. He's an OKC. What are they going to be able to do with their new team? Brad Stevens isn't the coach anymore. He's in the front office. Who knows what's going to happen there? Chauncey Billups is the new Portland Trailblazer coach. I know I'm going West Coast now, but everything changes from year to year. So Milwaukee Bucks have a shot to do what they're doing to try to win an NBA championship. This could be their year. This could be their opportunity, and then that gap closes. Remember Orlando Magic, 94? Thought they were going to be an amazing team? What happens? Shaq leaves. Penny Hardaway's hurt pretty much the rest of his career. Sacramento Kings. Those Chris Webber, Mike Bibby, Peja Stojakovic teams. What happened there? Thought they were going to get through. Never did. Charles Barkley. Any team that he was on. Those Phoenix Suns teams. Didn't happen. They had one chance, ran into Michael Jordan, it was over. Doesn't matter how good of a team you are, you are never destined to return to an NBA final or an NBA Eastern or Western conference final from year to year. You have to show and prove every single season. I know I'm harking on this, but Milwaukee has struggled in the playoffs, not looking like a dominant team. Phoenix Suns are super hot, 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 hot. Chris Paul, kind of getting back after that 11-day COVID-19 protocol layoff. Devin Booker, hopefully getting used to the mask after breaking his nose. Like, they're ready. They're hungry. DeAndre Ayton playing amazing basketball. The bench stepping up every game. This could be a really, really, really tough series for the Milwaukee Bucks. Giannis, you're a two-time MVP. This is where you got to come through. You have to show why you're a two-time MVP and make your team the better team, even if you're maybe not at this moment. You have veterans in Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, Brooke Lopez that are playing really good ball. You have to step up, go that next level, quit shooting threes when you're not a three-point shooter, and grind in the paint because Devin Booker and company are coming. I'm picking the Suns. I'm going to go six games. If it goes seven, I would love it. But I think the Suns are just too athletic, just too hot right now for Milwaukee Bucks to stop. Let me know what you think. Again, send an email, edgeofyourseatpodcast at gmail.com or social media, Twitter, edgeofyourseatp of your P, Facebook, edgeofyourseatpodcast. of your seat podcast. Let's get into a little movie rankum edgeofyourseat edge of your seat podcast style. Not even going to tell you the movies that we've watched until we get to their number, watch 10 of them. We're gonna go 10 to one and tell you what I thought about these movies. But before we do that, let's get a shout out to who the show is brought to you by. Shimmer Mendota Ford, a community dealership that is here for you. Hop right into this. Number 10, Thunder Force. Don't know why I thought I would watch a Melissa McCarthy movie and think it was okay? I've only liked probably one movie she's ever been in, and that was Bridesmaid, just because it was hilarious, and it wasn't all because of her, but this movie with her and Octavia Spencer, I actually appreciate Octavia Spencer as an actress, but she's kind of like that mom role, that grandma role, like she does really well in that aspect, and this movie, it's just, I don't know, trying to conquer the world, and we are going to make a potion where we become superheroes and can do special things. Melissa McCarthy playing her normal role of just being a mess up, just a goofy, oh, sorry, 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 I'm gonna do this, mess everything up, sorry, sorry, sorry role. Kind of gets old, it's very old. I just didn't like it at all. Just not my kind of movie. Just kind of stupid, actually. Number nine, Synchronic, came out in 2019. Thunder Force, the movie I just talked about, that was 2021. Kind of brand new, hot off the presses. Well, not presses, hot off the uh, projector. How's that work? But Synchronic with Anthony Mackie, an actor that I like. He's in a lot of my favorite movies or movies that I really like and cherish and watch over and over. Synchronic just wasn't it. Again, a drug or a special substance to make you go in the past or in time and you don't know where you're going. You have to be the same place so you can get back. And it was just a lot of weirdness. Not that I don't like sci-fi movies, but this just wasn't my cup of tea as well. Acting wasn't really that great. Supporting roles weren't really supporting. It was kind of just seemed like a movie that they put together real quick. So they had something on Netflix. Eight, four good days, a 2020 movie with... Mia Kunis and Glenn Close. If it wasn't for the way that Mia Kunis and Glenn Close act, because I think they're both fantastic, this would have been 10 and maybe 15 on a 10 chart. Because the subject of it, a drug addict trying to get back in her parents' favor or her mother's favor, but has lied, has stolen, has cheated, has pawned off everything that the family owns, and then tries to go to rehab, has been into the... I forget what they call it, but the sobering thing where you go there and go through the withdrawals, did it 14 times. Of course, this is all movie, this isn't real life, but Mia Kunis playing that role of just a crazy, crazy drug addict that is sunk in as far as you can. And then Glenn Close playing the crazy parent, and she was kind of crazy in this movie, where she wants to believe her daughter and be there and stand by her, but at the same time realizes all the pain and suffering that she's went through and everything that Mia Kunis's character has done to her. I get it, understand it, but I think they overdid it. Unfortunately, in 2021, all of us know somebody like that. We grew up with them and see what's become of them now, or a family member, or, you know, your best friend's family member or whatever. We've all been through this at some point. And I know that's crazy to, to sound, and it's crazy to think that way, but we have. And it was just kind of like overplayed, over-dramatized, over why do you keep believing these people when you can't help or fix them. You can keep trying and keep trying and keep trying, but it doesn't always work like that. And maybe it doesn't always work badly either. But the way they portrayed the movie was just kind of like a here we go again type of thing. There's been movies like this, and there will continue to be movies like this. Seven, The Next Three Days, a 2010 Russell Crowe, Elizabeth Banks movie. Kind of far-fetched, but it was kind of cool at the same time. Russell Crowe, the husband, Elizabeth Banks, the wife, supposedly killed somebody, goes to prison. Russell trying to show her innocence that she did not do it, it was not her, but can't. So then he goes to the last resort and he kidnaps her from prison. Literally takes her out of prison and they flee good love story never wants to be without her Knows she's innocent and does what he does to get her out kind of far-fetched some of the things that happen in there are definitely only in Hollywood but it was an enjoyable movie don't know if I'd ever watch it again because I am a guy that only watches like the best movies I've ever seen more than once or twice but it was cool if you haven't seen it give it a watch six wrath of men I watched this when I was in South and North Carolina on vacation in the beginning of May. It was cool. Jason Statham doing Jason Statham things. If you've seen a Jason Statham movie, this was another one. Loses his son. He's a bad guy, like a a mob boss. I don't know if that's a bad guy in 2021, but he's like a mob boss. Kills people. He's a trained assassin. Somebody kills his kid. Takes all the steps that he can for revenge. Including becoming a security guard or a guard on armored trucks to try to figure out who killed his son and take that guy out. Action was cool, movie, like I said, just kind of normal. We've seen these before if you've ever seen a Jason Statham movie. Five, Terminal, 2004, Tom Hanks, Catherine Zeta-Jones. I kind of just turned this on wanting like a background noise filler when I was doing something. Don't remember what I was doing, but I was like, hey, I'm gonna turn on a movie and just let it chill. Well, I turned it on and got sucked into it again. I'd already seen it before, but The Terminal is such a great movie. Tom Hanks is amazing. Catherine Zeta-Jones, not a huge fan of, but in this movie, she does her thing. I can't imagine being locked up in a terminal for as long as he is having the guards and everybody try to make your life as miserable as it can so you will leave the United States, but you just want to do this one thing for your father who passed away, you promise you're gonna do this, and you're not gonna let anybody stand in your way. And you make the lives of everybody else that's in this terminal. Catherine Zeta-Jones is a normal visitor. There's a cop that he befriends. There's all kinds of staff and facility at this place that become friends with him because he's a good guy and just trying to do something for his dad. Pretty cool movie, great sentimental value. Four, I care a lot. Rosamund Pike don't know if I've ever seen her in a movie before, was awesome in this. She was the villain that I hated, that I wanted somebody to take out. Peter Dinkage, Game of Thrones fame, pretty fantastic actor, and it doesn't matter what he looks like. He is, I wanna be politically correct, so I'm not trying to say midget, that's not politically correct, but he's vertically challenged. The guy can play any role he wants to. Whether he's a gangster like he was in I Care A Lot. Whether he's royalty in medieval times. It doesn't matter what the dude does. He plays it well. He's that good of an actor. And he does it again in this one. And the Rosemont Pike battle with Peter Dinkage is kind of cool. Going back and forth. Peter Dinkage, whose mom is played by Diane West, is getting screwed by Rosemont Pike because she picks these older people becomes their guardian and then they go into a home and can't do anything, lose all their money, sucked up by Rosamund Pike and that's how she becomes rich and dangerous and does everything she does. Peter Dinkage, not happy because he can't find his mom. Mom has diamonds of his locked up in the bank. Rosamund takes them. Uh-oh, that's where the battle begins. It's kind of cool. I said battle like three or four times because that's exactly what it is. They go back and forth doing these things to try to take out the other person. And the way that it happens, the way that Rosamond Pike can take everything from this older woman is insane. And if that happens in real life, man, I don't want to become old. Number three, Barbershop, 2002. Ice Cube, Eve, Cedric Entertainer. My favorites at this time. Good movie. I would like to say great. Sound that like borderline between good and great in my eyes there's funny moments there's family moments when you're like man I really like what happened here this is a lesson for my daughter this is a lesson for my granddaughter and my grandson and my son you know those kind of things all played out well every character in there is character built like they got their lines they got their attitude they got their Demeanor down of how these characters were supposed to be, and that's why I love it because of the diversity of everybody in it. Two, Cruella Emma Stone, Emma Thompson great way to depict the villainous Cruella Deville from the 101 Dalmatians saga legacy story from Disney. I like origin stories, I love it when they come out from a base movie. They take a character out and show where they're from or why they're from or what they became and how they became it. It was really well done. Emma Stone, one of my favorite actresses. Yes, I would marry her and leave forever with her. No doubt about it. She did a great job in Cruella. Some of it seemed kind of hokey. Not like hokey, but like the CGI. You can tell some things in there are computer animated. Like when she leaves the mansion on like a parachute goes into a boat. Actually, she goes into the water, then gets dragged to the boat. That is all CGI. Totally can tell. But it was just a cool background to this person that we have hated forever because she wanted to take kill dogs, Dalmatians, for fur. We hated her. Well, now we kind of know why she did it. We know her background and what has made her Cruella. I thought it was really, really well done. I will watch that again. The number one movie on my list of the 10 that I've been watching lately is Bleed for This, 2016 movie, Miles Teller is The Lead Act, and he is playing Vinny Pezienza, who was a real world champion boxer in real life, this is based off a true story, played the role so well, oh my gosh, like I like Miles Teller, but I think this movie, even though it wasn't a blockbuster, phenomenal movie with awards and all this other stuff, he played the role so well. Vinny in real life breaks his neck and goes to rehab and does all these things to get back boxing, wins a world championship. Insane real story and solid movie to back it up. It was fantastic. Not gonna lie, I did tear up a couple of times just because of the determination and nobody is telling this dude to stop ever. That's how I try to live my life and hopefully everybody else does. Whatever you're focused on, Whatever you're trying to do, that you do it with 100% determination and don't stop. That is exactly what this dude did in Bleed for this. Fantastic movie. I'm glad I watched it because I had no idea what I was getting into when I turned it on. Well, that's the rankings. Like I said, hit us up if you think we're crazy at Edge of Your Seat Podcast and one of these movies that we thought wasn't good was good and vice versa. The Edge of Your Seat Podcast Movie rankum was brought to you by Shimmer Mendota Ford. Mendota Ford is a community dealership dedicated to being community first. After a miserable 2020 in every sense of the term, Mendota Shimmer Ford wants to keep 2021 as awesome as it can, make it even more awesome with style, comfort, and great deals. There are many options at Sherman Mendota Ford as it has a huge selection of new and used vehicles on the lot and even more on the website, www.MendotaFord.com. Whether you shop online or at Sherman Mendota Ford located just south of Mendota on Highway 251, manager Ski Hartman and his associates, Jason Hintz and Doug Safranek, will use their expertise and understanding of the vehicle you're looking for to help you roll through 2021 just the way you want call 815-539-9314 for all vehicle inquiries at shimmer mendota ford let's hit you with one more local sponsor and then we will get to lp softball talk with now graduated alexia michael who just finished her senior year and coach randy huby the la salle lady cavaliers had a fantastic season Finishing 20 and six, all kinds of awards, nominations. Three Lady Cavaliers made the Illinois Coaches Association Softball All-State Team. Senior Caitlin Gibson was on the first team as an infielder. She played third base. On the third team for 3A, sophomore Taylor Martin was an outfielder selection as she played center field for the Lady Cavaliers. And Maddie Pangrysic, a junior, she was an infielder, was also selected. Congratulations to them. And another special shout out to Randy Hubie. He was selected as sectional two coach of the year. All kinds of awesomeness going on at LaSalle, Peru this past softball season. And hopefully it continues as they move forward. It's summer, it's hot outside, it's the perfect time to get some things done on your home, whether it's a roof, whether it's indoors, whether it's a shed, a garage, stairs, sinks. It doesn't matter what it is. Olson Construction works hard to help its customers renovate anything they need done. Brothers Keith Milas and Tommy Olsen will use their more than 10 years of experience to take care of your home renovations from start to finish with your thoughts and opinions taken with every step of the journey. The licensed and insured family owned and operated company prides itself in offering family prices with family honesty on any job. Whether it be roofing, siding, windows, doors, stairs, deck designs, floors and tiling, garage additions, room additions, or full remodels. For a free estimate, call Olson Construction at 815-910-5982. Check out the Olson Construction LLC page on Facebook or send an email to olsonconstruction19 at gmail.com. Well, that's it for the intro. Hopefully, again, you had a great 4th of July. Fantastic holiday. Always a lot of fun to be with your friends and family. We will be back soon. Got a lot of guests for the podcast, doing a lot of cool things. Glad that you're tuning in and listening to us. All love and support. We appreciate everything. Until next time, peace. Crazy season. It seemed like LaSalle, Peru softball had a season of everything. High triumphs. I mean, knock off a number one seed, ranked. You guys get to the regional, two of them, correct? (laughs) Get to a regional, and then, you know, things don't go your way. If you didn't know already, with LaSalle, Peru softball coach Randy Hubie and senior Alexia Michael, Let's just talk about that. I mean, just a season of emotional roller (laughs) is what I got from, you know, following you. Let's start with Alexa. I feel like
1: I could literally get goosebumps just thinking about our last game. It was definitely a season to remember, and especially with it being my last season overall. I mean, I'm not playing in college, um, so this was a complete wrap for me. I was surrounded with the best group of girls that I could ask for this season. I don't know. I definitely didn't expect our season to end that way. I mean, we definitely had high hopes for us overall because like I said, we have a strong team overall, whether it's hitting, defense. Yeah, it was definitely, it was it was a season to remember. I could say that 100%. Randy definitely didn't expect it to go the way that it did. I wanna say that, right? well, I'm, I'm always
2: the, the optimist. Yeah. I do come out very optimistic and tell them, you know, I believe in you girls, you just have to believe in yourselves. They've heard that a lot. But I did not going into this year expect to be 20 and six. So I mean, you look back on that now. Yeah, that last game was tough. But they were tough. A lot of people kept saying to us afterwards, "How'd you lose to them? They? They're a good team." I mean, if you followed them at all, you'd know that they play their conference games. They play double headers. So that good pitcher pitched the first game, and then they lose the second game. So a lot of those losses weren't with her pitching. So. Going into that, I knew that could be a, it could be tough, but a season as a whole, though, I couldn't be happier. This is probably the best team I've ever had as far as getting along. These girls loved each other. I mean, I was usually there first, but when I got there and they showed up, it was all dancing and 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 goofing. Wasn't? <laughs> hey, not? I got Randy to dance
1: a little bit this season. <laughs> and did. That's all that matters. She <laughs> did, and, and
2: the odds were really low on that, so she did.
0: Yeah. You got him the to- us a few moves Yeah, out?
1: yeah, a few Not times. Not very good ones.
0: I mean, this, this guy's got no rhythm. So.
1: <laughs> I got something out of him, though. That's what matters. That's
0: all that matters right yeah. there. Yeah, every time I was like, Randy, hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: if I'm in a good mood, we're all in a good mood.
0: <laughs> exactly. Keep mentioning the last game. Of course, we were talking about the regional final against Sterling. You guys were the one seed. They were the four. It was 5-1? Correct. Yeah. Was that the score, 5-1? Just making sure I had all the, the mm-hmm. facts that are correct. Well, you know, you said, you know, people said, how could you lose to them? They're a the state, team. they're yeah. a state team yeah. right now. Yeah.
1: Especially, I mean, obviously, you see how far they've gone. No doubt that we could have did it too. Absolutely, no doubt. We're that um, close. That we close. We were seriously that close. Um, especially having a bye, I think that was pretty sweet. You know, to have that leverage. But they played well. They did their thing, and that's where they're at. I mean, I wish we could have did the same, but um, I they wish the best it. of luck. They yeah, it. to yeah. the I think the girls um, with the following season will definitely do their thing and hold up what we couldn't do this year.
0: That was going to be one of my questions. You guys had a bye going into the regional final. They did not. They had a game going in. Was that a benefit or, you know, hurt you guys because they had a game and you guys didn't? I
1: feel like um it definitely would have benefited us having a game um just because i feel like it would have had our head more so in it like okay this is our game you know what i mean um but i definitely feel like with or without that buy, we still came prepared and i think that was probably the best things we could do as a team because i mean you could have a buy and be cocky, and you know still be like oh we're gonna come and win and you know what i mean so it kind of just depends on how everybody looks at it as a whole
2: we had a great game plan for that game we worked hard the day before on it yeah Um, whether we executed it or not remains to be seen i mean i I know i mean there's things we didn't do that we did the day before but i think having a bye is not the best thing in the world we were off for a week and i that and we're trying to schedule games and and we had one game rained out and the team refused to reschedule it and i think that hurt us I wouldn't say that out loud to the girls at the time, but uh, you know, yeah. I was really worried about that.
1: It would have been nice. Well, because, yeah, we did have a week off, but I think having a, a mindset for that game like throughout the week, it would have put us in a different spot. Mm-hmm. But
0: Practice okay. isn't the same as game. Oh, uh, yeah. No, no, so. Not at all. Never. Never. I have noticed that coaching youth soccer. I coach six and seven-year-olds, and you see the difference with that age group mm-hmm. and you know, mm-hmm. soccer with six and seven year olds. So I can yeah. imagine high school softball, definitely.
2: Oh, it definitely wasn't lack of intensity. And one thing I will say about this team is they never quit. I don't know how many comfort behind games. We we, we we won games, and even the Sterling, that last thing, we were in it there. That game ended with the tying run standing on deck, so uh, we were right there. I
1: will say, I thought about putting a bunt down with Gabyan. I the know board. you did, and but I told I you didn't. no, but I didn't. Do
0: it. <laughs>
1: I don't know. I think it's just when you're in game situation. I mean, I feel like there were a few games we didn't connect everything, and I feel like that was definitely one of our biggest downfalls was not connect. I mean, like, we're doing our thing, but there are certain times where it's like, all right, got to do this right now. You know what I mean? So it was kind of like we were stuck in that situation a few times. It's do always you, like you know I mean? somewhere
2: in the fourth, fifth inning, i got to give them some kind of wake-up call. Oh yeah.
0: Like. oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got
1: to blow a just, whistle
2: or just, something to get just, their attention.
0: Just a quiet little reminder that we got to get going. Gotcha, gotcha. You did say that uh, you know there was a couple things that you guys game plan for that didn't happen during the game. What were a couple of those things?
2: Well, I went and watched a game or two. That one on one I watched on uh, Facebook Live, and one I went live to watch them. And their pitcher lived on the outside corner and outside, and she seemed to get that call. So we spent two and a half hours putting the tee on the outside and getting up on the plate and hitting the other way, and we looked really good doing that. Now, when we got in the game i couldn't see it from coaching at third but when i watched the game on you know replay we were off the plate again everyone went back to their comfort zone and i don't think they realized it until later in the in the game when we finally corrected it that would have made a big difference if we were up on the plate with her because that's how she pitches
1: i told randy i wanted to do inside and outside because well there were no lefties when they he actually went and watched and i was like i'm gonna work on both just in case and the double that I hit was definitely inside, and right. that's what I needed yeah. to work on. Well, her and Taylor, I her to and Taylor Martin
2: both asked me, well, as left-handed here, is, where do you want us? I said, I'll be honest, I watched two games, and neither team had a lefty. I don't know. <laughs> so we're going to have to go you know, play that one as we go. So, yeah. But your first time up, you doubled down, down the line. So.
1: Was great. Inside <laughs> pit. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a bad first yeah, of no. Yeah. No. She was a good pitcher. She definitely was. I would say... Um, our Ottawa game, we are definitely a very intense team all together uh-huh. um, and our energy is always up. I mean, whether we're yelling at each other to stay up or we're staying up on our own, you know what I mean? There's always intensity. Um, our first Ottawa game, when we played them, I feel like our intensity was more so mentally. It wasn't like we were screaming like we like usually are. I feel like it was more so like a mentally tough game and that's where we were at for the whole game. Well, I, I, felt,
2: felt like, I felt that game, the first game we played done the girls looked forward to that game so much and for so long for every game I had to remind them hey we have this game let's not worry about Ottawa yet by the time we got to the Ottawa game the intensity wasn't as high it was almost like a little bit of a letdown it took them a few innings to get going again which oh, yeah. I think before that game I told them girls we're probably going to fall behind here. Don't give up. We'll come back and win. We fell behind 3 0 in the first inning.
1: I almost hit a home run that game. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and this is, of course, what I was talking about the number one ranked team. You guys went into the first Ottawa game. They were the one seed or ranked first in the class 3A, and you guys were sixth, or were you not At up there? At that yet? time, sixth. Yeah. At that time, you were six, correct? Yeah.
1: They definitely didn't expect us to come with what we had, I feel like. Well, I think I don't we know. surprised them a little bit there.
2: Yeah. You know, that first game, I think we we surprised them a little bit on on one how well our sophomore pitchers pitch. I don't think they were expecting that, but we hit really well off a really good really good pitcher.
1: Uh, our second game versus Ottawa, their second pitcher, what she came into. Our first game against them, when they threw in the second pitcher, we were all like, all right, she's throwing heat. Like, we're, we're kind of stumbling a little bit. And then the second game, I think we definitely adjusted to her, and we did our thing that game, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Definitely benefited us getting on that second pitcher because um, we were used to Abby at the time, the first pitcher.
2: Mm-hmm. Came from behind on that one. And, by the way, this girl tripled
0: to get that that rally going. <laughs> oh, there. Opposite field, by the way. Yeah. Oh, there you go. And these games were only a couple days apart, if I remember right. Well, how about... A week and a quarter. Oh, it a, a week? week. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I knew they were well, pretty like Back close, to back, but, but they were but close. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And what were the rankings going into the second game? Did That's when they were one. They were still one. That's won? where they,
2: no, they were one then. Okay. For the second game. Um, for the first game, I think they were four and we were two, I think. I, I could be wrong. Or we were three and they were five. But yeah, they okay. moved up quick because okay. they, 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 they started out
0: strong. And of course, we ran into Morris. So. Oh, yeah. Mm. (laughs) You guys ran into tough competition pretty much all year. You were able to a lot of comeback wins and things like that, but the losses that you had, I mean, when I looked at them, I wasn't like, oh, they probably played horribly. You guys are playing good teams. Well, let me
2: throw this out here right now. Before the season started, we have the best athletic director around. Dan Lee, anything I ask for, he gets it done, and sometimes it's not the easiest things I ask for. I asked for the toughest schedule we can come up with. It turns out 15 out of the 26 teams we played were ranked. So that was one heck of a schedule. That's crazy. I mean, we, went, we went down to Normal West down there, and wow, what a game that was. You, know, you missed that one. I wasn't there. I had, <laughs> but, had
1: my graduation. I had family yeah. down. We,
2: had, we went 11 innings in that one, and it was back and forth, back and forth. And, and they were number four in 4A. Eh? We had a very tough schedule, and I could not – be prouder of the way the girls handled that they never once got scared of playing anybody or nobody made
0: them nervous it was just they just went and did their things awesome is that something you want to continually do have that tough of schedules? schedule yeah
2: and i think this year the seniors we had for the most part most of them took these younger girls under and and i think they're gonna follow through i mean even after we lost that last game i didn't have to say much out there only thing I said is, I talked to the seniors, which was really hard for me to do every year. And <laughs> I get through that and I said, okay, now you non seniors, and I think you were the first one to cut me off. I said, in so many words, win this thing next year. Mm-hmm. And they just do went. what we couldn't do. All the seniors yes. just pumped them up for like five minutes out there. And I just stood back. And I mean, right now it kind of gets me. It, it, it was. The leadership we had from the seniors, Lauren Klein, Lex, um, Caitlin—I know I'm forgetting somebody here. Talking about Caitlin Klein. Gibson. Yeah, and Lauren Klein. Mm-hmm. It was—it was outstanding. They really, really, really took. I mean, you—I think you took Taylor Martin under your wing a
1: little bit. Oh, that's my girl. I know <laughs> I it love is. Taylor. I know it
2: is. I mean, you ever see them? They're just over there hugging. So. Yeah. <laughs> Or, I'm sorry, FaceTiming.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's definitely, and especially when you're playing outfield with underclassmen, too, I think that definitely puts an outlook on them, too, is like, I mean, what? Taylor being an underclassman and playing center, I think that's definitely a big, Mm -hmm. big thing. And I think that that's something that will be a good leeway for her, you know what I mean? As well as leadership, having newer girls coming onto the team. I think our following group of girls will do what we
0: couldn't do for us. So really what you're trying to say is she learned from you and she's in a position to be a leader. Oh, she did not learn from me. She did her thing.
1: She did her thing. She learned from you. She, she, she learned from you. Yeah. Um, it,
2: was, it was really nice to see because remember those sophomores were really still freshmen. They didn't have a year last year. Okay?
1: Yeah.
2: So that that's why we, weren't uncertain, we were very uncertain on how this year was going to go because we didn't have, I wanted last year to be the year that they get some varsity experience and then we go after it this year. They didn't have that so I didn't know what to expect. But for the most part, most of them did a lot of off-season hitting with me and I think that was huge. I really do a lot of those girls
0: learned how to hit well. Does that also go into you thinking, "Hey, I didn't know if we were going to be 20 and 6 with this team, not knowing exactly what you had?" I knew we could be good, but I mean, I, the girls laugh at me because I say this all the time every game after
2: the records like you told me we were and 26 at this point. I said, we take it.
1: We literally got that every single time. And, and, <laughs> and, and the, word,
2: the word everyone hates to hear, groups.
1: Groups. Oh, yeah. That <laughs> definitely, I would say, um, obviously, with COVID being a factor of our senior year, well, my senior year, um, it definitely, I got to be with underclassmen, and I think that was probably one of the best things Randy could do because, I mean, they're getting a look on our senior year and, we're building a bond with those girls. So I think that was also a really nice thing to do. The groups definitely helped with the bonding. Cause I mean, as far as bonding, we probably had the best bond I could ask for this season compared to our past years. We've definitely come into some complications amongst the girls. Um, there was not None. not one issue this not year, I want to say.
2: not Not one issue as far as players go. We had no issues with the players whatsoever. And right now, and that
1: makes a difference. I know what his next question
2: is too. What are groups? It is. It (laughs)
0: is. (laughs) Um, You already know. You know what I do here. (laughs) You explain it.
2: (laughs) I watched. You know, being in security here and working all the basketball games, I know how many got canceled due to the COVID, and how many times they went into quarantine. Our Our
1: freshman team or our JV team actually basketball lost their
2: season. Volleyball lost their JV. Lost the rest of their season, and so I came up with a plan where we had we had five pitchers. So I put one pitcher, we had five groups. I put one pitcher in each group and two other players along with them. And when we did our workouts and practices, they went from station to station, but they stayed in their group. They never intermingled, but they were close enough to talk and, and goof around with each other. So, and then when we went to games, anybody who goes to games, they'll know that this, we, we never use the dugout we stayed outside the dugout, and that's where groups came in. Mm -hmm. As soon as they come in, I say, groups. Again, a three groups of three. So that way, if any one person got sick, the whole team wasn't gone, just those three. So, I thought that worked fairly well.
1: It definitely created a bond amongst us, so.
2: It did. I liked having And a lot of laughter, actually, too. It did. Perfect. Mm -hmm. I mean, they'd come in, they'd start yelling, groups! groups." (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But after about yeah. A week and a half of practices, I never had to tell them. They were
0: just, and I'd actually tell them the guy. We still got closer. yelled
1: at, but <laughs> but we did it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> was there any instances where you would lose a couple of those groups at a time during the season? Or was no. everybody no. fairly healthy? We, we had never a had an whole issue.
1: season. And that was, I always told the girls after every game, play every game like it's your last. It's because it. whether it was COVID, I mean, being a senior... I don't want to be done, and I mean, as far we were one hell of a team. Honestly, we could have went far, and I, I truly wish that our last game would have went different because literally, like I said, play every game like it's your last because I thought this could be our last. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it, I mean, I don't know. We definitely played every game like it was our last, they so did. and that was the best thing about it.
2: They did. They played every pitch like it was their last. I'm proud of that group. I really am. I'm gonna miss the seniors, but, I mean, let's face it. I mean, I've had Lexi for three years on varsity, Caitlin for four. Uh, Philly for for three, uh, I know I'm forgetting somebody. Klein. Klein for two. They've been on here for a while. I mean,
0: Lexi three—that's a lot, a lot of years.
1: I didn't get a year last year, unfortunately. But <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm gonna get right back to that. But how many years have you been with as the head coach here? I
2: think This is my fifth.
0: I was trying to remember because I, I remember doing the intro story with you when you first got the job.
2: I think it's my fifth.
0: Five. I think, yeah. Yeah it, be my fifth. It right. yeah, it would be. Yeah. So you've had every one of these players in some form or fashion mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. since you know they've been mm-hmm. in softball. and he's
1: always got his eye on um, all the girls don't ever think that the head coach isn't looking out at you you know what i mean <laughs> it's being um on jv i never expected to be uh oh geez i could cry um randy has the video of me when i first made varsity and i looked at that list and i looked around like is like, is that my number? Are you kidding me? It
2: was kind of funny. So. She, she, I had two two lists. One was uh, varsity, one was JV. And obviously, looking at the video, the varsity one was first, and then JV, because she like scanned past the first one and just stopped and looked and was like, <laughs> and she couldn't move. It was looking back now, it was
0: kind of good. I sent that video to her so she can keep that. So. And that was as a sophomore. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yep.
0: Yeah. Going back to what you were saying, you know, you didn't have a season last year for the seniors coming into this year. I mean, I'm sure you just wanted to do everything you could on the field. Oh, How yeah. was it? We already talked about the groups and bonding, but having this as a senior year and trying to do as much as you can and go as far as you wanted to.
1: Oh, the best year <laughs> hands down. And I told these girls, even our last game, I said, this is forever going to be a memorable season. You know, Especially this being my last season. Like I said, in the beginning, I couldn't have pictured a better season um, with the girls, with the coaches, on the field as a whole you know what I mean um, I think I wouldn't want it any other way not even I think I know I wouldn't want it any other way <laughs> I wouldn't want it any other way
0: like hold on let me
2: re <laughs> there was no ups and downs this season it was pretty much obviously we peaked early we, we peaked early we went out to Rock Island when they were number one and, and another come from behind down with two to nothing in the sixth inning and boom next thing you know we're in extra innings and then for, scoring four in the sixth, in the seventh or eighth inning. Eighth inning was. And we ended up beating them at their place.
1: I think that game for us was a big security yes. thing. Yes. As of, we can do this. Whatever team it is, we can do it. 100%, give us another shot, we'll do it. I feel mm-hmm. like if we played Sterling again, put us girls back together, we could do it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, Rock Island was definitely one of our biggest games, though. And I think that is a game that we will always go back to and say we did that because they are a good team. They really, truly are. They're really
2: good. Um, I think that is the game right there that they started to believe in themselves. That defined us a little bit. I think I walked out after the game and says, now do you believe? Yeah, I think it was pretty loud out there, wasn't it? Yeah, (laughs) especially
1: with it being Rock Island. Like I said, they're a great team. And with that being, that was what, the beginning of the season for us. I mean, obviously that's a big, you know, this could either go like show where we're at or you know what I mean? So I Mm think. That was definitely a security game for us. Mm
0: -hmm. I usually think that softball in this area or in northern Illinois in general is usually pretty solid. But it seemed this year there was 15 teams (laughs) that in different classes could win state championships or go very far in the postseason. Did it feel like that to you guys being on the field and seeing what all these teams were doing? Yeah, unfortunately,
2: we're all in the same regional,
0: so (laughs) that made it tough.
2: It, yeah, you you it, mentioned
0: Rock Island or Rock Island, Sterling, Rock Island.
2: Caneland, Geneseo, um, Belvedere was actually in our section of, up there, and they were pretty good, I, I know I'm missing somebody here because there was, there was seven of us up there that were really good, but yeah, it was, when I saw the assignments, I was like, oh man, we'd never get sent up here, why are we being sent up here, you know, and then you're looking at other regionals, you're thinking, oh my God, what would happen if we were in that regional, but you have no control over that. you got to go with it. I do believe not having a game a couple of days before that did not help us. I'll repeat what I said in the that little clip you had. Do I believe the better team won? No, the better team that day won. But you know, I, I'll truly believe that. I'll back my team. They know I'll back them. They, I have their back on everything.
0: They know that. So. Did you feel that too, going into these games you know, as a player, knowing what you're going to play against game in and game out?
1: Um, I feel like we didn't look more so at the regional side of it. I mean, obviously, we know these teams are good, but I feel like we went and played them and did what we could do. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, Caneland, they were, that was a good game for us. I mean, we definitely didn't think we were going to beat Can- I mean, not we didn't think we could beat them, but it was definitely a game that we were like, wow, we also just did that too because we've always had them as a place. rival and At their place, yeah. Um, I would say for us, Morris was definitely, um, we could have handled that both times a little bit differently. I think the scenario, um, our first game was kind of just on us, and I feel like our heads weren't in it. I think we didn't expect Morris to play how they played. Um, I feel like they've kind of always been underdogs to us. I don't know, and we've never had them as a rival either, and I feel like they are now a rival, (laughs) yes. Um, And then our second game, they definitely got us on a day where um, what it was – the day of prom, and there was something else, too, that...
2: Prom and the day after we played so I can't remember who. Ottawa. We just played yeah. Ottawa.
1: And, well, the last time that we had a game after Ottawa wasn't a good game for us, because I think our minds are so stuck on, like, okay, we just did that. That was Moline. Um, Moline. Yeah, and then we just were not bringing everything we got to the game after. But, I don't know.
2: I think the Moline game was the, probably the most frustrating one with me. The day after playing Ottawa, we got Moline, and... There was no fire whatsoever. That's the one game there was no fire whatsoever that yeah. whole game, I and mean, we still barely...
1: We had away. four or five games that week.
2: Yeah, we did. We, 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 we... Well, that's where that tough schedule we wanted to get you ready for regionals, so...
1: I think another thing, too, is um, we definitely had games back-to-back this year, and we've always either started a little bit earlier and had a dragged-out season, um, but I honestly liked having all of our games kind of like pushed together because you have that momentum each game. I mean, yeah, it's a lot, but you're definitely in game mode that whole month, that whole week. Um, and I think that's the best thing about it too.
0: Is it because there's not really time to get out of game mode? Oh, there's yeah. like game, 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 practice, yeah, practice, practice? Yeah, I would practice? say so.
1: I think I like it that way though, because I like to keep going and I'm in my mojo um, just because I feel like I can get in a slump. So I'm glad I wasn't in a slump this year because-
2: You didn't. <laughs> I, do, I do like the fact we played lot and didn't have a lot of time off but I do believe that also hurt us at the end too because we had some girls who I really could have gotten in the cage and and worked on some mechanics that were a little off.
1: Oh Um, yeah definitely towards the end of the season I feel like uh, practice definitely would have helped us out a little bit more rather than having games back-to-back just to work on the techniques and main things that we needed but we still never let down on what we needed to do and that was we did business even though we didn't
2: even though we didn't play a few days before that regional we still had i think we had we had memorial day on monday we couldn't do anything hey we
1: still practiced
2: very
0: lightly come on very lightly (laughs) (laughs) i got you in and got you out Mm -hmm. as you were playing these weeks where you had four or five games did fatigue or injuries set in at all or was it a again a pretty i don't think we really had much for injuries we
2: had one where there was a miscommunication where I thought one girl was restricted but she wasn't but that was just a miscommunication between the two trainers they didn't get together and when i found out that injury didn't really hurt us or help us one way or the other though i mean but yeah we didn't we were injury free covet free
1: that was yeah everything we're a pretty healthy team <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: pretty awesome because not everybody can say that There's no, yeah and especially towards that,
1: i think i've always had a fear of getting injured because it's like especially i mean mm-hmm. anything can happen and i don't want anything I don't want an injury to stop what I'm doing. You know what I mean? I mean, if it's after the fact, okay, that's fine. But not during the season.
2: <laughs> well, I don't think Lex would tell me if she was injured.
1: No, I, you <laughs> caught no. He caught me in the trainers the one day because I, I was did. getting I my go, elbow checked out, and just because we had games.
2: And I walked in. What's going on?
1: And I was like, oh, it's just my elbow. It's fine. We're good. <laughs> but I didn't tell it. him I was going in there. <laughs>
2: Yeah. <laughs> you never know when I'm going to show up. Oh, that's for sure. <laughs> Can't hide a trainer visit from coach. Yeah. Apparently. No. I'm everywhere. I think we have some big shoes to fill as far as a right field spot, second second base spot, and third base spot. Those are going to be the spots we really have to fill. But I think with some of the girls who didn't get a lot of playing time, is going to be big next year, moving into a spot. Ava Moriarty's going to be big, moving back in the outfield, whether it's in your spot or or, or left field. Um, um, we have a couple of girls. Uh, we had a couple of freshmen up for the for the regional who looked really good. So we ended that we ended that year with two juniors, five sophomores, and two freshmen on the team. I mean, we're we're still young. It's, we have
1: a solid team. Yeah, and
2: it should be solid for a couple of
1: years. Yeah. I would say our underclassmen are definitely solid and. Yeah. They have some good years ahead. Mm-hmm. As long as they know what they can do and they got to put their mind to it.
0: Are they going to be better than this team? <laughs> I didn't say it. You can't see it here. She's <laughs> shaking her head. No. It needs to be seen. I mean, it's it's,
2: it's going to be tough to fill. The, the defense I got out in right field and at third base, that's going to be tough to fill. Caitlin's super quick at third and, and people just didn't bunt. Lexi out here in right, I think she just surprised people out there. I mean, she's probably surprised me a couple times because not having that junior year, I remember how she played outfield.
1: I was hesitant. Yes. I was definitely hesitant.
2: And you don't put her in left.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> Biggest mistake ever. My, what, my sophomore year, we were away at, I don't even remember where it was. It was it a doesn't tournament. Matter. <laughs> put me in left field. I missed a ball. Like, it was honestly, I'm pretty sure, right to me. Uh-huh. I. Completely just missed it, and I said, Randy, just take me out, and I'm never playing left field no, again. she just
2: comes in and goes, I'm not a left fielder. Please don't put me there anymore.
1: That's when I learned. So for every, for even bandits, I told Scott I will not play left field. I won't. But
2: but the progression, and basically in a year that she couldn't play, remember my I used to always harp on you about when you came in and got a base hit, you'd take five steps before you threw it. Uh-uh, she got a quick release, strong arm this year. It was like, wow, where'd this come from? And she covered the line, maybe two balls went to the fence on you this year, if that. I don't remember that. But I was super impressed. impressed with our whole outfield this year. We had a great outfield, and
0: that it really helps. So. You had Alexia on right, who'd you have in center and left field?
2: Center field was Taylor Martin. And uh, left field mixed between Lauren Klein and Ava Moriarty, who, Ava's super good on defense. I'm um, just going to get her back going a little bit more and I think she's going to be really tough out there so whether she's she quick. Goes to center, Yeah, we have a real quick. I mean, we're still gonna be quick Asson Dutlinger the freshman could be out there too. She's quick and long strides. So we We'll see what we, we'll see what we got next year Definitely. We'll find out if we're I'll better be back next year.
1: I'll be back next year You better
2: Definitely.
0: be You better be. <laughs> Let's chat about your pitchers. I mean seemed like they did a fantastic job all year and it wasn't just one name you could throw out two or three four names they that are phenomenal. Well for you.
1: <laughs> Being a senior they are phenomenal and I definitely did not expect that I will say that personally they are strong pitchers and they definitely have it ahead for them.
2: I expected them to be good but what they did I, I pulled off five pitchers aside beginning the, the year and I'm not gonna lie to them I don't, I, don't lie, I won't lie to the girls I pulled them off and I said, Ladies, I don't care who pitches for this team. Whoever's getting the job done will pitch. And with one not pitching very well and another one had some other commitments she had to go to, the sophomores got more of a chance. Boy, they took took that chance and they just grabbed it. What Chloe and um, Becker did this year, I didn't expect that well. I mean, Chloe almost had a perfect game against Sycamore.
1: Chloe does not get mad. There was only one game she got mad.
2: Yeah, I remember that too.
1: Only one game and she has no emotions. She throws her pitches like no other.
2: You look at her, she's got that little red hair out there, and she's just <laughs> she's just emotionless and you weren't there for that game. But she took a line drive off her pitching hand on a Norma West, was in tears. I went out there and she it was blue. It turned blue. And after about a minute and a half the tears were gone. She goes, I'm good. I'm like Chloe, you're you're, you're blue. It's purple. I'm fine. Let's go.
0: <laughs> I walked
2: off the mountain. I don't think she gave one another hit the rest of the game. It was wow. it was amazing. Wow. And Becker, she's going to beat Ottawa twice. So.
0: And Becker's first name is it Evelyn? Evan. 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 And then Chloe's last name.
2: Mitchell. Mitchell.
0: I knew it started with an M. I was like, it's Mitchell yeah. or Miller or something yeah. like that. And yeah. Sycamore was coming off a state championship last year, right? The last time we played, yes, they were
2: yeah. they were the defending state champs, yeah. As and that's was Rock Island said. and 4A. When
1: right. we played them, that's what he said, I'm still claiming them as the um defending state champs and we're gonna play them that way. Yeah. And we did. We definitely yeah. did.
0: Yeah, it was weird that way with softball because the last time that there was mm-hmm. a state champion was two years ago in mm-hmm. reality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah, so a lot can happen in two years, that's for sure.
0: Definitely. Definitely. Right.
2: That's a tough conference though.
0: We're in a tough conference. Yeah, softball wise, yeah, yeah. Interstate Eight is tough. Yeah. yeah. All right, you guys ready to play a game? Let's All do right, it. Let's do play it. some hot potato. <laughs> you first. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> All right. So what I'll do is give you two food items, places, people, okay. anything that comes to the mind, and you just pick which one you like best. Okay. I mean, we're in a science lab of some sort.
1: Do you need something? No. <laughs> no.
0: You wouldn't know where it's at. I don't know. You're gonna start dissecting a mouse or something? Ugh!
1: That's I never did room. that. I was I was pouring a bowl of cereal this morning and I gagged just pouring a bowl of cereal.
0: <laughs> I guess we got to start with cereal then. Okay. Let's go, fruity pebbles or cookie crisp.
1: Oh, fruity pebbles. Yeah, that's what I had this morning.
0: <laughs> Cheerios or Rice Krispies?
1: Rice Krispies. With sugar.
0: You a lot of people
1: have. don't. They no? don't do that. And I'm like, um, excuse me? Like, you're not normal. <laughs> Mm-mm.
0: Thought you are going to enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, this is <was> awesome. <laughs> Captain Crunch, the regular one, or the Captain mm. Crunch with the berries? With
1: the berries. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. So and you set the, the berries aside to the end, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. I get a little flavor.
0: Yeah. <laughs> We're in a science room. Science or math? Ooh. I do this answer for you.
1: I don't even know. Mm. Math. Math.
0: But it sounds like barely. Like you just because you yeah, have to pick one. I don't
1: really one. care for either. <laughs> <laughs> mm. But I would say math.
0: All right, since so math one. Science math. is pretty cool though. Is it? Yeah. What do you like about science?
1: Um, like the projects you can do. I mean, like the fact that you can mix stuff and get a different outcome each time, you know what I mean? That's kind of cool.
0: Definitely, definitely.
1: I wouldn't I, want to dissect anything. I was you know? just going to say if you mm-mm.
0: have to dissect two animals, are going to do a mouse or a frog?
1: A frog. Rats are. Mm-mm. Mm, it's a rat. <laughs> what <do you> mean? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Math or English? English, 100%. English or gym class? Gym class. <laughs> 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 i'm an athlete <laughs> i know I, I did that on purpose i set that one up i set that one up gatorade or Powerade?
1: Ugh, i don't really care for either gatorade it's too heavy for my stomach like, especially i mean like i can drink it but during games i can't it sits in my stomach Water. yeah i can't believe you came off these with the top of your head because i suck at it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you can go to foreign language Oh, I'm Mexican
1: and I'm terrible at Spanish. I just want to say. You finally admitted to me. That's awesome.
2: That's awesome. That's That's one of our fun points we goof around about. Definitely, definitely.
0: And one more. It is summer. At the pool or cookout?
1: I would say cookout because cookouts are always a good time. Yeah. I mean, you can throw a slip and slide out there, have a water balloon fight. You can make it a pool day.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Perfect, perfect. And then since you're at the cookout, brats or cheeseburgers?
1: Cheeseburgers. Anybody that knows me knows I love my cheeseburgers.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Your eyes lit up when you said cheeseburgers. I love
1: cheeseburgers. My mom hates it because every time we go out to eat, that's what I get, basically. Gotcha.
0: (laughs) Even when you go out to eat? Yeah.
1: That's usually what I get, cheeseburger.
0: Perfect. Thank you for playing hot potato, Alexis. Oh, my turn. It's your turn, now. Right. It is. Why do I feel this is going to be a little tougher? No, probably not. Okay. Probably not. M- yeah, probably. <laughs> 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 we'll start off with science or math, though. Math. You're a math teacher, aren't you? No. No, no. security. but <laughs> security. No. security. Yeah. But math is
2: probably my favorite subject, and at home they call me a human calculator. I just do things in my
0: head. So. <laughs> Why did I think you were a math teacher? He does not look like a. Ba- he looks no, like no, a he science look teacher like a teacher. No, no. <laughs> no, if I had to teach you, it would probably be history. I love
2: history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that ruins your next question. No, it's okay. We'll <laughs> <go back. laughs>
0: it's all right. I can't picture you as a history teacher either. She couldn't imagine me being a teacher at all. <laughs> so you're ahead of the game. <laughs> Maybe
1: like a gym teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks.
0: <laughs> See that or uh, driver's ed?
1: Yeah. Oh. No. <laughs> oh, I'd no. be good at Driver's Ed. I'd
2: turn right here. We're getting a soda. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: Starbucks. <laughs> you have your own little coffee cup with you?
2: Oh, that's, I, I collect coffee cups. I get made fun of that. I have coffee cups. <laughs> Tacos, chicken or steak? Oh, I heard you asked Medina this one. I did. I did. And, and he said steak, but I like chicken.
0: Chicken? Yeah.
1: I Actually, like chicken. Yeah.
0: yeah? I, like I chicken, think. Uh, all of them said steak because I asked Tyler Hartman and uh, David Narcus too. I'm different
2: here. <laughs> I
1: mean, because if I go to a Perfect. Mexican like place, I usually get chicken, I feel like.
2: It doesn't wow. matter. I'm going to taste it with all the hot sauce I put on it anyway. So. Gotcha. I got to have gotcha. it spicy. What's your favorite kind of hot sauce? Hottest you can get. That's all I ever say. Give me the hottest <laughs> you got.
1: I like red hot. I'll use red hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I, I have red hot. That's what I have in French too. Red hot. So. Nice. Nice. Good stuff. I also have one that's in. Uh, a glass
0: grenade so you know it's hot. <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> <God>. <laughs> wow. I can't eat that hot but I do like hot but that sounds craziness. I want to uh, eat a grenade. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, it's, it's hot I, I, I used it once. It's uh, yeah. Coke or Pepsi?
2: Pepsi. I just now started drinking soda again but I went eight years without drinking it until about a couple months ago.
1: That's so, how I went for a hot minute without real. drinking it.
2: And I don't know why I started, but um, I need to get off it again. I could do without
0: it. Subway or Jersey Mike's? Subway.
1: Never had Jersey Mike's.
0: Oh, you should. I love that place. I I know, oily. Like, I'm such too a, oily. Too oily? I'm
1: a plain Jane. I just get plain turkey on mine. I'll yeah. throw bacon on there and take the bacon off and eat yeah. it. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just like Subway. I don't know. You're going on a vacation. Mountains or beach? Mountains.
1: I would say mountains because I haven't gotten to see the mountains yet. Like I've never actually taken a vacation vacation Mm -hmm. to see mountains. I want to go to Colorado. Give
2: me a a cabin in the hills with a lake. You'll never
0: see me. Neighbor like 10 miles away. Farther. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. I like it. And then I got to go with two of my favorites. Batman or Superman? I don't really care. Um, (laughs) I'd have to say Superman. I don't know. Yeah,
1: uh, whatever, like, Man. yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> whatever. I don't really
2: watch them. a lot of that. I, you know, if, if there's sports on, I'm usually watching sports. So, I, I, gotcha.
0: Yeah, okay.
2: Iron Man, does that count? Oh,
0: yeah, right, yeah. We'll go Iron Man chumps them all. <laughs> Perfect. LeBron James, Michael Jordan. <laughs> Michael Jordan.
1: It's <laughs> not even you a question.
0: Can't even say this. It's not I even say. a question. I
2: love it. I love it. Not I even feel the same question. way. It's a whole different era. I mean, if, if you put LeBron back in the days when I played the Knicks where you went down the lane and got your head chopped off it's a whole different game now
0: it is I was watching a game last night after every single play they put their arms out like this Mm -hmm. like looking for a call Mm -hmm. every single play now you see
2: people flopping on the floor and they weren't even touched
0: it's like come on LeBron Mm -hmm. is actually pretty famous for that yes he is (laughs) he's good but he's not I I grew up with Michael Jordan that's Michael Jordan definitely what about you? Since you're not from the Jordan era, I
1: don't really watch basketball. <laughs> I honestly, even like, I don't know. I say the only sport I honestly watch was college softball and baseball. I was impressed
2: general. during the end of the year how much she was talking about the college softball. You know, she was really into it. You and mm-hmm. Caitlin, yeah, and a couple others were just that's. They got to the game. It's like they were just talking about. No, Do you was... see that girl? This Odyssey. This, oh, this, oh this,
1: the, yeah, yeah. It, and. It, it was definitely, especially seeing an underdog team like JMU to come through and do what they did is phenomenal. I don't think anybody ever expected mm-hmm. that. And now she signed with USSSA. I think that's pretty cool too. See, you can do anything you put your mind to. Look mm-hmm. how far they got.
0: Uh-huh. Definitely. Got a little lesson from that, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Well, thank you for waiting for me. I was a few minutes late <laughs> trying to get out of work, but thank you for being part of Edge of Your Seat Podcast senior alexia michael and lp coach randy huby huby who looks like he needs to say something <laughs> thank you for letting us do this it gave me one more
1: time
2: with lex who has really come a long way since that freshman year and i couldn't be more proud of you lex and yeah you're probably gonna cry so.
1: yeah i have tears in my eyes right
0: now. <laughs> <laughs> perfect getting the motions on an edge of your seat podcast yeah thank you